It's a new day. Yes, it is. I am Vaughn Johnson. You got me mad now. You know, you got a bicycle. Feeling good. Well, the st- skeptics and all the people have a little bit of... Let me do this again. Oh, it's live, pal. Sorry. We ride the bicycle in this arena. With my main man, Pots and Pants, Nick Bacone. That's me. I don't know where the kid is that was riding it, but he ain't on it when they brought it to the ring. Smile at you and kick your face off. I'm down with that. But I don't like it when things are going my way. Don't you dare be sour! He don't know nothing else. <laughs> hey, you know that wrestling, but he know that wrestling, bro. <laughs> give me a hell yeah! I said give me a hell yeah! What's up, ladies and gentlemen, out there in internet land, and welcome to episode 322 of the Stray Shooters, available wherever podcasts are found. My name is Vaughn Johnson, and I'm joined as always by my main man, Pots and Pan, Nick Bacone of Philly Influence and Fox Sports The Gambler. And we have a special guest in the building on this here episode 322, because we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to get through. We got to settle the debate of all debates. What is the greatest WrestleMania match of all time? We're going to settle it bracket style here on episode 322. And that's why we have a third man. And that third man is not Brian Isley. No, 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 no. Not tonight. Not to, on this here episode. It is the good brother Tommy Rowan, also from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Tommy, how you doing on this wonderful Sunday morning? Hey, yo. <laughs> I'm doing wonderful, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for joining us. And Nick, how are you doing, my good brother? Uh, I'm, I'm hanging in there. Go Nova. <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, the well, more like they said, win, the more I get paid. So I'm, I'm all about it. So There you go. That's where. Uh, luckily, we're doing. We're recording this before the game, so should be. So you're not like should be done before it, and uh, so you're not good. eyeing the TV up while while oh, we're it's recording. On, it's it's on. I'm but I'm not, you know, distracted because there's nothing <laughs> on yet. <laughs> you got some uh some we'll call them credits. <laughs> some of the radio stations say credits on the. On I the should. Game. I don't know if I technically do, but I should. Okay. Kind of what I do, but <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, as you, you know, we're talking about Villanova and college basketball. It is the NCAA tournament time. So the first round just started this past week. So no better time than now than to have a bracket to settle the best WrestleMania match of all time debate. It will Def- be settled the definitive, here. Uh, the definitive debate. Yes. <laughs> you look no further than this podcast right now. This history and this moment in time in history as to how it is decided because we have 32 of the best matches in wrestlemania history so yeah i know most brackets are 64. we ain't got time for all that like i said on episode 321 we're doing 32 and like i said it's all bangers and no skips it's just to be in this bracket is an honor for these matches to be even considered okay i have seated them one through eight in four regions okay and we're going to, to go through it. I, I guess we can unveil the the bracket right now. Uh, so, gentlemen, are, are, have you looked it over? Do you have any thoughts before I kind of go through it piece by piece? Uh, I, I mentioned it uh, before we started recording, but some seedings uh, I don't I don't know about. So when we go through it, I'll uh, maybe I'll scoff. I'll make sure that scoff. everyone hears my scoff. Like, ah, wow, <laughs> really? That type of thing. So okay, well, look. 
Here's the thing. We <laughs> dis- we discussed, me and Nick and I, we discussed the matches we wanted to put in the bracket, but I did the seeding solely by me. Yeah. And yes, that's based off my opinion. And you might not, everybody won't agree with how I seeded everything, but we got some crazy matchups, though. You got to admit that. It's going to be some tough decisions to be made along the way. That's why yeah. we got Tommy here to help yeah. us break these ties and, and help us make the hard decisions, right? Tommy's good at Absolutely. that. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little perturbed. Uh, we've got the, the Hogan Savage as a seventh seed here. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. But get otherwise, it. it's good. It's good. Right, we're gonna to get to it. So, number one seed in the first region. Wait, wait! Is... Before we start, it's oh, go ahead. WrestleMania. Well, there you go. WrestleMania. You can't have it without Vince McMahon kicking it off and my dog barking. <laughs> to he he heard Vince. He's like, yes, I got to match that. <laughs> but in the first region. I didn't name the regions. I tried to think of some clever names. I couldn't come up with any clever names for the regions. Sorry for the folks out there. But in the first region, we'll call it, uh, the first seed is Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 25. Okay, not 26, 25. Going against the eighth seed of Undertaker versus Edge from WrestleMania 24. We got the four seed, Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho from WrestleMania 19. Against a five seed, Ric Flair versus Randy Savage, WrestleMania eight. Okay, I hear nothing. I guess we're agree- in agreement about those seedings. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I will, I will uh, interrupt you. I wasn't going to interrupt you. So. <laughs> you can, you can chime in. It's all right. <laughs> uh, the three seed in this region is Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston from WrestleMania thirty-five, twenty nineteen. This this going against the six seed in this region, Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle. From WrestleMania 19. Okay. I thought about seeding Kofi versus Daniel Bryan higher, but I gave it a three. Higher. Okay. I thought about it making it a two. I thought about it, but I didn't make it a two. The two seed in this region, though, is TLC2 from WrestleMania 17. So Dudley Boys, Hardy Boys, and Edge and Christian. Uh, TLC2. Number seven seed in this region is Edge versus Mick Foley from WrestleMania 22. So the, they had a, uh, I think, a hardcore match, right? So no disqualification, yeah. whatever they called it. It wasn't an extreme rules at that point, I don't think. Right, uh, street fight or whatever it was yeah. called. They had thumbtacks and, and the fire was involved. They, they set somebody on fire in that match, so did. had to get in the bracket. Um, number one seed in the next region, the second region, okay, Number one seed, Bret Hart versus Steve Austin, WrestleMania 13. We all good there with that being the one seed? Could not agree more. Okay. That's going against the eight seed in this region of Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle from WrestleMania 20. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I think that match is a hidden gem. That's why it's like an eight seed because it's like a hidden gem. People don't, don't. Remember it as far as I mean, well. I think have to remember should. this is thirty-two matches. There's been over thirty-two WrestleManias, so <laughs> that, that that as well. Yeah. So, like I said, that's what I'm saying. There's been well over a hundred matches in WrestleMania. Just to be considered in this bracket, puts you in the top thirty-two of all time. So mm-hmm. that's pretty good. They should get the a number f- for being on our podcast bracket. There you go. Uh, number four seed in this region. The triangle ladder match from WrestleMania 16. So 
same three teams as I said in TLC two, just at WrestleMania the year before. That is the uh, four seed in this region going that was, against the five. It, that was before they kind of branded the TLC, right? So right. that's why it's you titled it the Triangle Ladder Match. So if anyone exactly. confused, that's why. Yeah. Uh, that's going against the five seed of Brian, Daniel Bryan and Triple H from WrestleMania 30. Okay. Three seed, Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 21. Right? Going against the six seed, Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior from WrestleMania 6. Hmm. Okay. Then we got... In a second here. Then we got... Uh, where I lost my place all of a sudden. Here we Brett, go. Brett Two seed. Yeah. Bret Hart versus Owen Hart, WrestleMania 10. Okay. Going against the seven seed, Batista versus Triple H, WrestleMania 21. You had to put right? them together in the first round, didn't you? Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, this is how the seeding and the matchup shook out. <laughs> I tried to... Look, I've I worked really hard and try to match these things up and try to fairly... Match everything up. Okay. So that's how it shook out, though. Mm. All right. The next region, number one seed, Hulk Hogan versus The Rock, WrestleMania 18. We just covered that on our deep dive last week. Go check it out in the archives. You'll find out why. You'll hear why we it's a number one seed. <laughs> we adore yeah, I don't match. think anybody uh, needs to argue that point. Right. That's going against the eight seed, though, of Trish Stratus versus Mickey James from WrestleMania 22. So, got some women's matches on here. Uh, there are more. Uh, four seed in this region, Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair from WrestleMania 24. That's going against the five seed of Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant, WrestleMania 3. Yes, that's a five seed, folks. Man, that, re- that specific matchup's more like the pageantry than, I guess you would call technical wrestling. So, that, that's a great matchup. <laughs> right. That's a great matchup. I agree. Uh, that also the three seed in this region. We got Steve Austin versus The Rock, WrestleMania 17. Going against the six seed of Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, and Becky Lynch from WrestleMania 35. Okay. But the two seed in this region is Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks, WrestleMania 37 from last year. I almost lost track of what WrestleMania it was. That is the two seed in that region. Going against the seven seed. Of CM Punk versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania 29. That's a big matchup right there. Next region, I think this is the final region. Yes, this is the final region. Number one seed in the final region is Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat from WrestleMania 3. Going against The Rock and John Cena as an eight seed from WrestleMania 28. All right? And now here's where Nick is going to complain. Because the four seed in this region is Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart from WrestleMania 12, the Iron Man match. Going against the five seed of Randy Savage versus the Ultimate Warrior from WrestleMania 7. Now, Nick, have at it. You disagree. I, uh, yeah, I think everybody knows where I'm going to go with this as we, you know, vote for matches. But uh, five seed in an eight team bracket, I, I just, or eight seeded bracket. I don't know, man. I don't know what you were thinking, but <laughs> no offense. So I'm just saying, like, I think we know Savage Warrior is my favorite match of all time. So you will know how I vote that going forward. But all right. uh, 
against Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, I guess you could have put it against a tougher matchup, but uh, tougher matchup. I think an Iron Man I, match is pretty tough. Yeah, it's a four yeah, five. But, yeah, but I mean, eh. Wow. Well, I guess I know where you're going in that we'll when that matchup it. rolls around. <laughs> okay, put in one Spoiler vote for alert that match. Here. Right. Spoiler alert. Put in one vote for that match right now. Uh, but the three seed in this region, Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon from WrestleMania 10. The ladder match. That is a three seed going against the six seed of The Undertaker versus Triple H. Again, here we are again. Well, the first time I should say, WrestleMania 17. But the two seed in this region is The Undertaker versus Triple H from WrestleMania 28. <laughs> Should have put them against <laughs> each other. <laughs> well, they're, they're, if they both win that their matchups, they will go against each other in the second round. Mm. But that's going against the seventh seed of Hulk Hogan versus Randy Savage from WrestleMania 5. So there it is. Again, any, talk, Tommy, any thoughts on the seedings or some of the pairings? Uh, it's interesting. There's a lot of interesting developments here, pal. Um <laughs> I, I'm also not a big fan of the HBK uh, Bret Hart versus Savage Warrior. Then, then I, I think the Sav, the um, the Iron Man match is going to get lost in the shuffle there. But remember also, who sent you the big, podcast invite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also not a big uh, Triple H fan just in general. So the whole Taker Triple H WrestleMania 17, meh. I'm glad it's going up against the the ladder match there in the first uh, the first round. So it's a nice little easy uh, transition there for the ladder match. But we got one uh, vote for the ladder match there. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, it's great. Did a great job. Oh no! Through the years, I know Vaughn's been kind of a mark for that WrestleMania 17 match between Triple H and Taker, and that it's a good match. I just don't. I don't share the uh, sentiment about how good it was, but I thought it was great, and I put it above the WrestleMania 27 match. I forgot they had three matches at WrestleMania. But the 27 match was okay, but I thought 17 and 28 were better. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. You're allowed. And I didn't include Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 26, even though that was a great match as well. But that didn't make – that was, that was, I guess, what you call it, a bubble team or something like that. Probably <laughs> should have been a bubble team, but it didn't make it. Yeah. I but mean, I didn't want to include – those two matches anyway, I think 25 was the better one. I agree. And that's why it's a number one seed in the bracket. So <laughs> let's get it started with the first matchup. Number one seed, Undertaker versus HBK, WrestleMania 25, against Undertaker versus Edge from WrestleMania 24. Tommy, what's your vote? I'm going um, Taker versus HBK, WrestleMania 25. Nick? This uh, Taker and Edge was to Hell in a Cell, right? Or No, that was that was SummerSlam to Hell in a Cell. Uh, this is yeah, the, right. their like, main we, event. We talked about it. That's right. Um, right. Well... I'm sorry, Vaughn, but I'm going to have to... Ah, just kidding. I'll go take her HVK. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's clearly a, a cut above Undertaker Edge, even though a lot of... I know, like, The Undertaker has been a polarizing figure the last few years. Uh, and People kind of turn on his you know, matches saying, oh, he's not a great worker. But listen, man, all his WrestleMania matches have been, like, pretty damn good to great, so... Especially uh, the, the back half. Like, this, this right. the second half of his career, the, yeah. the WrestleMania matches kind of just... Shot up They're like a life quality. of its own. It's like on a life of its own, like you know, uh, those late years of the Taker, you know, in WrestleMania. Yeah. So, uh, I think know, Taker HBK, I don't, I don't think you can go wrong with that, right? I don't think like Undertaker probably should he should not be wrestling year after year today, correct? But I, I will say the draw of the, the streak is missing from WrestleMania, 
right? Yeah, I don't think they've ever ended it. And but that that was as big of a draw as anything else on that show. Right. And if you're gonna end it, make it make it Taker's last WrestleMania match. You know? Exactly. Instead he came back for like four more. Yeah. <laughs> like I think uh, he had we discovered the reason, you know, last week. Vaughn mentioned once Rock and Hogan and that Toronto crowd responded to it, Vince was like the nostalgia factor was turned on and uh he just couldn't say goodbye to Taker and And it's also Taker didn't say goodbye to wrestling. Like Taker like we saw in the documentary that came out last year or during the twenty twenty I should say. Uh when he would have a match and he would feel good and he'd be like, you know what, I can I got another run into me. And then he'd get hurt and he'd go out there and have a bad match and he'd be like, Well that can't be the last one and he gets surgery and come back and like, All right, good. I had a good match. But I still feel good. I can do another one and he does another one. <laughs> but then he has a stinker and he's like, Oh I can't end on that and it's just this vicious cycle. That kept bringing him back as much as many times as Vince could ask. Undertaker could always say no. It's he true. didn't. <laughs> so true. he did not. So, but uh, we, we're glad he was there on this night in 2009 because that is advancing to the second round. But who will it face? It, will it be the four seed Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho from WrestleMania 19 or the f- five seed Ric Flair versus Randy Savage from WrestleMania 8? Tommy, who you got? So I'm a huge fan of uh, Savage, especially well Savage of the WWF, and um, I really enjoy this match from WrestleMania Eight. But I just rewatched that HBO Jericho match maybe about uh, maybe like two weeks ago, and it is pretty great to see Chris Jericho and Shawn Michaels turn it on on WrestleMania. It was a really entertaining match, really well. The uh, psychology was wonderful. It was really well done. So I'm going to go with the HBK Jericho over Flair Savage for me. Boom. Nick. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no doubt Shawn Michaels-Chris Jericho is a great match. It's as close to a dream match as he could have gotten in that era when uh, you know people would always compare Chris Jericho to Shawn Michaels or the Monday Night Wars and stuff like that. So... Uh, Ric Flair, Randy Savage, we just watched it for our WrestleMania 8 deep dive. Uh, not like a great technical masterpiece, but the story going into it was, you know, something they had to make personal once they changed the Flair Hogan path. So it wasn't like as good as it could have been. Still my favorite WWF title match of all time. So I wow. have to vote for it over Shawn Michaels, Chris Jericho, but I do that knowing that it's probably not going to uh, move forward. Wow, You're right. favorite WWF title <laughs> match of all time. Wow. Right. That's a, oh, hey, that, hey, he knows what he likes. There you Unfortunately, go. it will not advance here because I'm going with Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho. I hate to do it, Nick, to your favorite WWF title match of all time. Wow. That wasn't necessary, but... <laughs> well, not meant for me. Oh, for you. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. I thought you were being a sore Just loser. Just because I'm... <laughs> I'm pushing the so, buttons, but I can laugh at myself as well. So, yeah, well, there you go. That's so, Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho advances. 3-6 matchup. The three seed, Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. WrestleMania 35 against Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle from WrestleMania 19. Nick, Ooh. who you got? Oh, this might be uh, well, the toughest one so far. It's a tough, tough um, matchup. Can't ignore the historical context of Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, how big that match was and how WWE backed into it once again. <laughs> their original plan. Nope. And uh, 
you know, in 2003, Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle. It, this WrestleMania happened when I was kind of like on a sabbatical of wrestling. I wasn't watching it that much, but WrestleMania kind of drew me back in a little bit. That week before, I was on my senior trip at Disney World, and I wasn't even really like thinking about it. But then once I got home that Saturday night, and the next day was WrestleMania 19, and I was like, yo, I need to see it. I need to see it. So uh, it's a tough call for me. I love the Lesnar Angle match, uh, but you know what? I'm going to have to go Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan. Wow. What you got, uh, Tommy? I'm going Lesnar Angle. I mean, it's Ooh. you have a NCAA uh, national wrestling champion. You have the first ever Olympic gold medalist. Uh and Angle is, you know, he's running on fumes here. He's about to have a, a really uh, important surgery. And you're also crowning Lesnar, who's the youngest champion at that point. It was a phenomenal matchup. It was a great matchup. Uh, unbelievable technical wrestling. And and then you have the exclamation point, which was the botched shooting star <laughs> press. You have a humongous man. I, I don't even know how tall is Brock. He's six seven, like six, six eight, four, six he's five. Like nine, yeah, nine he's up there, tall, nine feet tall. And he's how <laughs> Yeah, he's like what three hundred pounds doing a shooting star. I've never seen anything like that. Obviously, we had you know a lot of people had. And I don't even know if Lesnar had before because he botched it. But it was such an incredible spectacle, and I just really enjoyed it. I love Kofi. I love uh, Daniel Bryan, but you know you got to go with with the the two history makers there. Mm. I'm gonna the tie again. Yeah. I'm going Kofi versus Dan Bryan. Mm. The historical significance outweighed the the technical prowess of the two men in the WrestleMania 19 match for me. And it was a yeah. good match too. Like the it was like it was a boring match. It just so happened Kofi won. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was a great match that had a great ending, a great finish. Um, and I wish WWE shot like the moment better of like Kofi winning and decided they had like 45 camera cuts and like. <laughs> 30 seconds mm-hmm. outside of that that's like the only thing i can complain about the match <laughs> like everything else is dope the, the, the post-match celebration was dope the match itself was dope i mean daniel bryan with the hemp belt that was yeah. like that was great <laughs> all of that was great so it was a as, as nick mentioned it was a rocky road getting there wwe backed into it they kind of didn't want to do it it was only because mustafa ali got hurt that kofi was even kind of in that stratosphere of being challenging for a world title but people got behind them and through by hook or by crook they got there and then they cashed in with a great win and the match and kofi had a good run after that until brock lesnar showed up again but <laughs> yeah we, um, we talk about uh you know the modern day production of wwe and they could have done a lot worse you said about the camera cuts and everything but i mean just kind of like t- the commentary the crowd and everything you don't see that often Right, uh, those in, moments. In era, and, uh, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll hear it right now. Kofi measuring the champion. Kofi did it. Kofi did it. Kofi did it. Kofi is champion. Let's go. Let's go to here again. That's so dope, man. And finally, Kofi Kingston has done it, man. That's still dope to this day. 
is. Like that yeah, was three years call. ago now. Just hearing, I didn't even get to see it. Just hearing it, it's like, damn, that was pretty cool. That was a good call. You know. So, but yep, Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan moves on. See, and just that's how easy it is to tell a story. And why, <laughs> right. why it is so hard for them nowadays. For the last like, you know, fifteen years, like it's been so hard for them. I don't understand why, but yeah, I don't get it neither, man. Great. But when they do it right, it's magic. But they often don't. <laughs> so we're left here scratching our heads like what why but but why <laughs> like so <clears throat> but that moves on but who will it face we got the number two seed tlc2 from wrestlemania 17 against the seven seed edge versus mick foley from wrestlemania 22 nick tough call here but which one are you going uh, with not for me oh uh, okay TLC two. i mean i love edge foley uh <laughs> I have a clip of it that I'll probably play because I don't anticipate it moving on, but I hope I'm not, uh, uh, you know, voting for you guys. But uh, it's a great match, but I don't think it's better than TLC2. Okay, Tommy? TLC2, I don't think it's close either. I mean, I like I like the match between Foley and Edge, but it's just, I don't know. It, 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 I don't look at it as some historical milestone. I think it's another hardcore match. I think TLC2 match was innovative, and it, it kind of took that, that uh, three-way dance ladder match concept to a, a different level, and really, it was a classic match. I don't, I don't really. I know some people try and make the Foley Edge a classic match. I think that's because Foley doesn't really have a typical WrestleMania moment. So they try and make it into it. Um, it was a good match, it was, but it was just another hardcore match. The TLC two match is the better match. All right. Well, we're going unanimous there. TLC two will advance, and we're all chalk so far. So that that means I did something right. If we're all chalk, <laughs> just saying. <clears throat> all the higher C's have advanced. The uh, uh, but the next, I the will next say division. before uh, moving on, the oh, the ahead. ending of that Edge Foley match was really good, and Joey Styles was on the call, which I think kind of lent itself a little better uh, sure. for the ascending. And uh, you know, another another like reason why WrestleMania 22 it was only in 2006, like not that far back, but still like a completely different type of production and call than we have today. It's a good, it's a good ending, but it will not advance <laughs> in this bracket because <laughs> TLC two is moving on to the next round. So the next region, though, got a new another number one seed. It is Bret Hart and Steve Austin from WrestleMania thirteen going against the eighth seed of Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle. So Tommy, who you got? So this is a really this is a. I really liked Eddie Eddie versus Angle, but uh, spoiler alert: I think the Austin Hart match might be the best match on our our card here. So, 
you can't you can't go with with you can't go against uh, one of the best matches of all time. So I'm Austin Hart. Nick. Yeah, uh, Austin Hart. <laughs> Moving forward. Yeah, it is. It's unanimous. As much as the the uh, Eddie Guerrero Kurt Angle match, like I've always called it, like a hidden gem. It's hidden for a reason, <laughs> and also you're going against a classic, absolute five star classic, and Bret Hart versus uh, Steve Austin. One of my favorite matches of all time. Of any, doesn't matter WrestleMania or whatever. Uh, expert level storytelling, and one of the most difficult tasks you can pull off in wrestling is a double turn, and they did it perfectly, <laughs> expertly well. Expertly will, done. So I will say, I will say the in the Guerrero Angle match, I love the use of the the boot. Like yeah, the whole yeah. match, he's he's loosening the boot, loosening the boot, and then he goes to pull the ankle lock and it comes off. That was a great. That was it's great. funny because we're kind of like, why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? And I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> like right, right. at the end when Kurt Angle tries to put the ankle lock on and uh, couldn't. So right. Eddie beats so. him in the in a sock. <laughs> And Kurt had the, the the boot in the hand. He's like, "What in the hell?" And he throws it at Eddie Guerrero after the match. <laughs> <laughs> despite that, it's not beating out Bret Hart versus it's Steve not, Austin. No. So, no, it's not. Despite that quality entertainment, but the next matchup, the four seed, the triangle ladder match from WrestleMania 16 against Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan at this time versus Triple H from WrestleMania 30, Tommy. Where are you going with this one? Uh, you gotta go ladder match. I, I'm again. I'm not a. I'm not a big big Triple H guy. Um, it is a good match. <laughs> I will give him that. But I just a triangle ladder match is just too entertaining. I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna go right now. So Nick, it's gonna be up to you to break this tie because I'm going Brian Brian versus Triple H. Second best opening match in WrestleMania history, in my opinion. Yeah, you you bring it up a lot, so I know that's really high on your list. Um, can't ignore, I guess, the historical significance of the triangle ladder match as well. Uh, the way we That's talked fair. about, uh, you know, Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan in, in the same way the that triangle ladder match set the tone for that tag team division really for a few years. Like we we yeah. talked about it, how bad WWE's mid card was back then, uh, even in two thousand, and then like later in that year. Uh, the tag teams started coming on the scene like heavy and uh, really made a tag division a go-to place for WWF, which it hadn't been in what, probably over a decade at that point. So I'm sorry, but uh, I can't put the Dana Bryan Triple H match over the oh, Triangle man. Ladder match. So the way you seeded it, it just kind of, kind of didn't benefit you this time. So I did I'm not have to go Triangle Ladder match. Wow, we still got all chalk so far. I thought we might get an upset there. I thought it was a possibility. But... <laughs> That's why you put that that fifth seed on. <laughs> well, no, just you know, this will happen. That's how the seeding shook out. And when I looked at how the matchups, you know, shook out, and was like, oh, this this could be an upset here. Technically, an upset, even though it's a four or five. Uh, not that big of a difference, obviously, but yeah, it got a bad matchup, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but Brian Dan- Daniel Bryan and Triple H from WrestleMania Thirty. If you haven't watched it in a while, go back and watch it. Great match. But the triangle ladder match it's, moves uh, on you know, the next round. Very incredible. And since it's not moving on, I have a clip. Just listen. Like, Daniel Bryan was so... Like, we don't see that. I don't know if we're going to see this again. 
in WWE based on the way they do things, but just listen. Everybody moving in the crowd. Raising her up. Putting to the air. Upset with Brian Danielson and Triple H to go on to the main event. Yeah, and JBL yelling, "No, <laughs> he's a goat. He's an animal. He's a farm animal, Michael." But you just see the crowd <laughs> shots, and you don't see anybody just not moving. It's like, <laughs> and that was only eight years ago, like and where their production was. Sort of the way it is now, but now it's even worse somehow. I, I just, yeah. the, the people in the crowd just, they're there and like they don't react. It's, it's, it's sad. There's nothing to react to. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. But trying to go light a match, we was on. But the three matchup, the three six matchup, I should say, the three seed, Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 21 going against. Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior from WrestleMania 6. Nick. Now, this is a tough matchup, I think. It is. And listen, Hogan Warrior was the first match I ever saw. So it's going to be tough to really go against that based on my personal historical significance. And Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels is probably the greatest uh, Raw versus SmackDown type match they had. At WrestleMania. Interpromotional matches. Yeah, they always had those. Like Goldberg Lesnar at uh, yeah, 20. It mostly does. Which is, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, and then before that, I don't even remember if they had uh, one at 19. Uh, wasn't, it was. wasn't Undertaker and Wharton technically interpromotional? Or was that, were they on the same brand? I don't remember. It might have been. No, they were on SmackDown, I believe. Oh, okay. It might have been interpromotional. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. You mention it. But uh, yeah, that was like Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle. Way better match than I anticipated because I. Just expected, like, Kurt Angle, I didn't think was still in his prime at that point. And then Shawn Michaels, obviously, I didn't think. But, man, they made liars out of me, and they still went on to have great careers after that. But uh, Hogan Warrior also, like, that crowd, that world champion versus intercontinental champion. And, uh, I mean, that's just incredible, too. However... Mm. This particular matchup, I'm gonna have to go Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels. Wow, Tommy, I'm surprised. I'm really surprised. I'm uh, I I really enjoy uh, Angle versus HBK, but and and I know that Warrior wasn't the most technically sound wrestler, and he wasn't. Um, he let's say he let's just say he wasn't. He wasn't a lot of things, but. His two his two best matches were uh, against Macho Man at WrestleMania Seven and this match against Hogan. This is this is one of his best, you know, two of his best matches ever. I love the story. I know it's face first face, but it was it had an electricity to it that not many of the main events have ever had. And so for that reason, I'm going uh, Hogan Warrior. Ooh, so it's down to me again, huh? Hogan Warrior or Sean versus Kurt Angle. Man, this is tough. But I'm going Sean versus Sean Michaels. I mean, Sean Michaels versus Kurt Angle. 
I could have went with the upset here, but the angle, Kurt Angle, the Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels match is just fantastic. It's it's an it's an incredible match. I think some people have also forgotten over the years how good that match was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's tough to see Hogan and War go out in the first round. Also a victim of a bad matchup, probably. Um, but it is what it is, man. This is this is what I said. This is the best matches in WrestleMania history. It's these are the cream of the debate. crop. All right. There's no easy matchups here. I mean, I guess we kind of had one with a uh, earlier couple earlier that was like unanimous. But either either way, you still got to kind of think about it. And this one, I think about a lot. But Sean versus HPK. Or Sean versus Angle. I keep saying Sean versus HPK. <laughs> like, that's not the same person. Um, what is this, SummerSlam 94? Taker right. versus Taker? Taker versus Taker. Taker versus Undertaker. But, um, no, uh, Kurt listen, Angle versus... I loved this lead-up, too, when Kurt Angle brought back Sherry and Marty Jannetty. Oh, and yeah. actually gave Marty Jannetty, like, another run, almost, because he looked so good, um, mm. you know, against Kurt Angle. So that was kind of cool leading up to this, because, you know, they had to make it seems like not just a, a feud from the Royal Rumble or whatever, but uh, like Kurt making it personal, bringing back Sherry and Marty Jannetty was I'm really just a awesome. sexy Kurt. Sexy Kurt. I really enjoyed all that. I'll make your ankle hurt. Ankle yeah, yeah. Hurt. <laughs> I forgot the next line. That's what it is. I'll make your ankle hurt. So good. So good. He had the Shawn Michaels shirt, the, the, uh, the t- cutoff shirt or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. The, and his tights yeah. and stuff. <laughs> oh my god that was great kurt angle was hilarious man he was he was the full you really go back he was the total package man it was he a really cool was. guy he had the uh the pedigree he was great in the ring and he was hilarious he had it all right and he had the intensity to where he can turn off the the humor when he turned right. on the intensity you believed it because right. you know he's a legit killer so <laughs> like he can beat people's asses legit so yeah, yeah kurt angle yeah, so that moves on. But who will it face? We got the two seven matchup, two seed Bret Hart versus Owen Hart, WrestleMania ten, against the seven seed Batista versus Triple H, WrestleMania twenty one. Nick, I, this is uh, a tough matchup for you personally. It is. I finagled my way to get this on the on the bracket, and now it's gonna have to go out in the first round. <laughs> Uh, it's not intentional, no way, Nick. There's it's no way per- I could it's pick. It's not personal. Yeah, just business. No- <laughs> it's how to shook out. There's no way I could pick against uh, Brett and Owen. Uh, fit- like you say, Dan and Brian Triple H might- is one of the best, or if not the best opener, I say Brett and Owen uh, probably is the best opener for me personally. Uh, Batista Triple H, though, is an amazing match. Creating Batista as the superstar, the whole lead up to it, uh, probably my favorite modern WWE storyline uh of the last what 20 years at this point just it was kind of like what randy orton was supposed to be right and then they messed that fumbled that bag and then they built batista up to be and now everyone's kind of like with aew and warlow that's kind of like this path they're taking warlow's likely going to be champion at some point uh and turning on mjf and building him up so maybe not you know as quickly as they did batista but I think it's. I think they did that solely based on messing up with Randy Orton at at the time. So, uh, yeah, man, I can't pick against Brett Owen, but Batista Triple H is like right up there for me. I mean, and I have the clip here because now I, I have a feeling that it's gonna go out. But uh, just listen. Batista now taking out the champion. 
Man. man, knocking those calls out the park on point. The beast has been unleashed. Said, I did enjoy how he said Batista. Batista. <laughs> star, the second superstar they created beside John Cena in the last 15 years. Uh, I mean, like, who else? I mean, they're trying now Bianca Belair, Roman Reigns. Like, they have Brock, but he was already established. So, just like, incredible, man. And that mm-hmm. from that 2005. Uh, and forward, uh, John Cena and Batista, man, right there. There you go. So, but you, you're going with Bretton Owen, unfortunately, <laughs> for this match. Uh, Tommy, there is only one choice, and it's Bret Bretton Owen. I I agree. It's unanimous. Bret Hart versus Owen Hart moves on to the next round. So look at that. All chalk still. Like even in that region, all chalk. So I, I feel like I did something right. There you go. It's all chalk. We still got you two know. brackets left, so we still got two regions left. That's true. <laughs> Number one seed in the in the next region is The Rock versus Hulk Hogan, going against the eight seed of Trish Stratus versus Mickey James. I think this is an easy one, easy Man, call. Even though Trish dirty. Stratus and Mickey James is a great match, dirty. <laughs> I know they they got probably the worst matchup, right? But they're in the bracket. Yeah, that means are. something. We just uh, did their Rumble deep dive when they had a match of the rubble that was pretty good and the rest of many matches better so yeah absolutely right. belong here it belongs in the bracket but it got a it did get a bad matchup <laughs> i'll yeah. admit but i think it's unanimous that we're going to rock hogan here correct okay well yeah okay i was like what's that well what's that well for what are you talking about <laughs> i mean it's not like my vote would have changed anything anyway so that's fair yeah I, I, you know two two beats one but moving on we got the four seed, Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair from WrestleMania 24, going against Hulk Hogan versus Andre Andre the Giant from WrestleMania 3. Ooh. Tommy. Tough decision here. I'm going HPK Flair. Ooh. If you rewatch that Hulk Hogan Andre the Giant match, it's not very long. Andre can't move. It was more of about the gaga and the spectacle than it was about the actual match. It was just, and I get it. It was, it was big for the wrestling scene. It was a spectacle. It was an attraction. I just, I you can't. For me, the HBK Flair match just was meant so much more, and it was, it was just a, a goddamn great match. Pal. Nick. <sighs> I yeah. <laughs> it's a tough one. <laughs> it is that's for sure. But uh, in terms of historical significance, if Ric Flair stayed retired, hmm. my vote might be differently. Uh, I enjoyed obviously the match. I enjoyed the ending, but 
I don't know, a little, like, he's literally crying as he's getting up, like, talk about believable, like, that doesn't seem believable to me. Uh, although the next night when they said goodbye to Flair, did the send-off, that was fantastic. I love that. Uh, using that song, leave the memories alone. Like, that was great. I enjoyed all that. Um, <laughs> I was down with that. But I'm not down with voting for that over Hogan Andre. I'm going to go Hogan Ooh. Andre here. Down to you, VJ. Yeah. I'm going to agree with Nick here. I'm going with Hogan Andre. Wow. I already had a pencil first in my upset. bracket. Set city. My bracket already has HBK flair. You're killing me here. <laughs> it is what it is. I, the significance of that match trumps the quality in flair and Shawn Michaels. And like Nick said, he didn't stay retired, unfortunately. Like, it's unfortunate. But that's just how it shook out. I, I've got to go Hogan Andre there. So we got our first upset, finally. It took two and a half regions to get there, but we got there. <laughs> We're moving on to the 3-6 matchup in this region. We got the three seed, Austin versus The Rock at WrestleMania 17 against the six seed, Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch. Nick, who you got? Ooh, Austin Rock. Mm. Tommy? You know, this is an interesting matchup because they're both really good matches, but they both have really terrible endings. That's true. So, <laughs> uh, I'll think to myself, which ending did I hate least? Um, mm. I, I really, I don't know. This is a tough one. I think I'm just going to, just for the, um, just because I look at WrestleMania 17 as the, um, as like the culmination of, of the, the wrestling boom of the late nineties and early two thousands, I'm going to go Austin rock. Oh, so there he is. Austin rock advances. I, w- I was going to go over Austin rock as well. Um, mainly because. The triple threat match did not reach its potential. Like, for one, it shouldn't have been a triple threat, (laughs) right? It should have been Ronda versus Becky. They're still not doing it this year, which still boggles my mind. Um, They're doing still Ronda versus Charlotte. And then, like I said, the ending was kind of abrupt. It was a a significant match, though. That's a a historical significance of it being the first women's match to main event for WrestleMania. But... It just, it should have been more. It should have, it could have been all three people in the match were capable of more, capable of better. So, and because of that historical significance, let's just give it a proper send off. Wait, needed on her Fiber's pit, left leg, oh, 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 shoulders down, shoulders down. They did it. They weren't down. It just feels anticlimactic now. Think her shoulders were down. I, I mean, I would think it'd be worth a replay, but the announcers are spent. spent. To her credit, Becky Lynch, it looks like, was able to shift her weight and pin Ronda's shoulders to the mat. The crowd is mild. Well, Ronda Rousey <laughs> has suffered her first pinfall loss in WWE. Or Michael Becky Cole. Lynch takes it all tonight. Barely has a voice and after you th- that. You think uh, the crowd is spent? The announcers for a five-plus hour WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, that was, like, that get was out a marathon show. <laughs> God, that's the only, really only good thing about it being two nights to me is that we don't get five-hour shows. I agree. On a Sunday night for WrestleMania. Yeah, who, has t- who has time for that? 
I don't even Nobody. have time for a four-hour AEW show. Like, get out of here with that. I know. Right. Come on. I still think so three the, hours is the perfect. Anyway. Even three, yeah, three, three, three and, and a half. half. I can deal with. Right. Yeah. But as you can hear, the crowd wasn't in, into it. They were spent. The big moment happened earlier with Kofi and Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Yeah. So this didn't, and this didn't like I said, didn't live up to it. I think people were here for it. It wasn't like people didn't care. You know, like who did WrestleMania 18 last week. Yeah, you could tell the fans had just checked out by the time Triple right. H and Chris Jericho went on. I think people cared. They wanted this match to be tremendous. Didn't happen. Yeah, the ending, man, just out of nowhere. And, you like, her shoulders clearly weren't down. So even on TV, like, watching it at home, I was like, oh, man, what is this? So, right. you know, the people in this stadium probably had no clue that her shoulders weren't down, but they still were just like, really? That was it? People in the stadium <laughs> were like, let's go home. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. We got to drive home. Thank the Lord it's over. <laughs> Man. But it's over for that match because that's not advancing. Austin and Rock <laughs> will advance. The two seed in this region is Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks from last year's WrestleMania, WrestleMania 37. That is going up against a seven seed. CM Punk versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 29. Tommy, where are you going with this one? It's Belair and Banks. I mean, you can't have that. Was to my to to me that was the best match at the entire WrestleMania last year. That's one of the best matches ever at WrestleMania. It had so much uh, emotion. It was so well done. Uh, Bianca uh, Bianca Belair is just a special special star. It was a home run, and you know I, I, I like Punk. I like Undertaker, but you know Belair and Banks is the winner. Nick? Yeah, it's funny how uh, last year, WrestleMania Night 1 kind of made everybody rethink the whole two-night thing. They were like, wow, this like night was really good, and they were looking forward to Night <laughs> 2, which totally let everybody down. So, <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, Bianca and Sasha were the stars of Night 1. A great match, a great ending, which I have the audio of, but I, I, I'm not going to play it yet because I'll, I'll have it for the future. Uh, I'm going to pick that over Punk Undertaker. I think you seeded this one pretty well. I you kind of rate Punk Undertaker more higher than I do, but as a two versus seven, I think that's perfectly fine. I uh, don't like, I enjoyed the Paul Bearer aspect of it. Uh, you know, Punk using him and trying to get in the Undertaker's head and stuff like that, but uh, not better than Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. And that's where I'm going. I 100% agree. Uh, everything we said about the triple threat match with Ronda and Charlotte and Becky, this what Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks actually accomplished it. <laughs> like exactly. mm-hmm. it was a one on one matchup that everybody wanted to see, and then when they got in the ring, they delivered. It's historically significant. We got uh, two women one on one, two black women one on one in the main event at WrestleMania, and then they knocked it out of the park. Classic. Went triple it's platinum. It's like it was. Instant classic, so yes. And that's why I put it as a two seed. It is it was worthy of the two seed. Could have been a one seed. Uh, but I couldn't, you know, I, I couldn't bring myself to break through that threshold of the ones given what the one seeds are. Uh, but a two seed is definitely is more than worthy of a two seed, and uh that will move on to the next round. The last region. So let's wrap up the first round. With the one seed, Savage versus Steamboat from WrestleMania 3, going against the A seed of 
Brock versus John Cena once in a lifetime from WrestleMania 28. Once in a lifetime, the first time. The first time. The first time in a lifetime. Nick, are you going to send it off and make it the last time in a lifetime that we talk about it Uh, here? For for me, personally, yeah. Uh, It's a good match, but... uh... And it's cool seeing The Rock in there, but uh, obviously the beginning of that storyline for a year where they face each other the next year at MetLife for the title. But like, even though I like that story, uh, it's WWE and they messed it up clearly. Uh, with the, They didn't have a chance to mess up Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat, which is still a masterpiece at WrestleMania 3. So I'm going to choose Savage Steamboat. Tommy? Yeah, it's Savage Steamboat. I, I do think that Rock versus Cena is interesting because I think to date it's the uh, has the highest buy of any WrestleMania ever, but it's That's all Gaga. Uh, I, I'm Savage Steve, but it's a terrific match, one of the best ever. So not you know pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I can see Rock and Cena be, being that because that was still pay per view and uh, just solely pay per view, and on, there's only the next year's show was on pay per view, and everyone after that has been on the network or Peacock or whatever. So obviously, pay per view buyers have dropped significantly, but The Rock versus Cena was a big attraction. Like that was one. Like I, you know, obviously I was watching wrestling all the time, but I had friends that I was in school with at the time that you know they checked it out here and there. But when The Rock came back, I was like, all right, I'm definitely watching. And we literally sat at my homie's apartment, like four or five of us gathered around a TV to watch it because mm-hmm. we wanted to see Rock versus Cena. You know, so it was a big draw, but it wasn't better than Savage versus Steamboat. So. Savage and Steamboat moves on. Now go to the four or five matchup. We got Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart at WrestleMania 12 as the four seed. The Iron Man match going against the five seed of Randy Savage versus Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania 7. Nick, who you got? Savage Warrior. Tommy? (laughs) Savage Warrior. It is unanimous. We have another upset. And that four or five matchup, Savage Warrior moves on. To the next round. Scared me there that, for a second. I thought you were going to pick Brett and Sean. On. <laughs> no, I was going to Savage Warrior. I'm going to Savage okay. Warrior. Okay. Uh, but the next, that first round, that second round matchup of Savage versus Steamboat and Savage versus Warrior, woo! We'll get to it. Yeah. Just saying, that's that's, that's heavy right there. What uh, are your the overall? What are your, overall, what are Go your ahead. two of your thoughts on the Iron Man match? I love the concept. Me personally, like I think it's cool it was the that was the first iron man match that i ever saw by the way like i didn't understand that that was a thing that wrestling had i thought it was like a new concept that had never been done before so clearly as i grew up and watched more of the past stuff i understood it was in wrestling a lot uh you know they've been doing the 30 man one recently uh, i love a 60 man one i don't know about pay-per-view now but uh you know the rock triple h is a good one Brock Lesnar versus Ken Angle and SmackDown is probably my favorite Iron Man match. So you could tell a story within a story with an Iron Man match. I love that. The fact that there were no pinfalls and stuff kind of was like, it, that's not the story of an Iron Man match that we've see, come to see like the last 20 years. So I don't know. Like I, I love the concept, but it can be like misused, obviously. But I don't know. Me personally, I love it. I think it was dope too. It's just again another rough matchup <laughs> in the first round. Yeah, going against you mean Savage that specific Iron Man match or like Iron Man, like what? Yeah, what that specific match. I really oh, like that. And I was, some people. Think I was just talking boring. about the concept of the Iron Man match, but well, that specific I, one, I was just like, 
two fan favorites. I was just I was confused in a way, but I wanted I knew I wanted Sean to win, but I didn't like, you know, Brett showing the heel tendencies at the end when like storming out of the ring. I I didn't know what to think at the time watching it live. Mm-hmm. It's a I think it's a really good match. People some people say it's boring, whatever. I think it's an incredible no, match, it's really well done, really well. I love done. Uh, the ending, like the countdown to before sudden death, like when Brett has him at the sharpshooter for like thirty seconds, and mm-hmm. like that's really cool looking back. You know, back then I didn't appreciate it as much, but growing up and like Bret Hart is pro- one of my favorites now. So uh, you know everything he did looked real in the ring. Everything. Everything was real to him, which I used to make fun of him for, but now I like look at it differently, and I'm like, there's a reason why he wanted to make it so real, and I respect that, and that's part of it, like the way he was in the ring with like everybody, like he wanted to make it as real as possible, and I love it, and I, I look at this match better than I did back then. But unfortunately, it will not move on <laughs> to the next <laughs> round. <laughs> Definitely a you know, from seating purposes, but right. Got a tough matchup. The next matchup, tough matchup, three seed, Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon at WrestleMania 10, the ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship going against The Undertaker versus Triple H from WrestleMania 17. Look, I know I I have a soft spot for the Taker Triple H match, but I'm going HBK versus Razor. Yeah. Nick? I, I'm... I'm there with you. Uh, I still don't like. I've watched it, but like I'll probably go watch it again just to see if I'm missing anything. But uh, yeah, I mean, based on who it's up against, you know, for me, it's clearly Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon. Tough matchup again, Tommy. Just for posterity, I mean, you can say your piece as well. <laughs> you know, it's going Shawn Michaels versus Razor is going to advance, but <laughs> it's the latter match. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. I'm not. I don't. I don't get the appeal, to be honest, of the Taker um, Triple H match from WrestleMania 17. There's some good spots in it. It's just it's ruined when they do that back body drop or that that choke slam or whatever in the oh in on the, the pad and you see the pad. <laughs> it is such a. Uh, it's brutal. It's brutal. Took you out of it. <laughs> yeah, the whole band thing. It's so bad. <laughs> oh my god, on the concrete. And then he's on a goddamn <laughs> pillow. Like, come on, Jr. Pull it together here. <laughs> Get it together, Jr. Uh, so it will not advance, though. So we don't talk about that again. But the next matchup, the two-seven, the last matchup of the first round, two-seed Undertaker versus Triple H. We're gonna try it again. We're Undertaker and Triple H. This time, WrestleMania 28, Hell in a Cell. What, what do they call this match? The 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 end, end of an era. era. Yeah. How stupid was that? But the match itself was great. Going against. Hogan versus Savage at WrestleMania 5. The mega powers exploding. So both of these matches have taglines. One of them made sense. The other one did not. Nick, which <laughs> one are you going with here? Uh, the funniest part is uh, this was the first year I truly thought Taker's streak would be broken uh, based on what happened in the match. So I think Shawn Michaels was a special ref too. So Yep. Uh, yeah, that super kick into a pedigree yeah. spot had, I think, a lot of people thinking, oh, yeah. that's it. Yep. And, uh, and still kicked out for me. Uh, you know, I don't like the stuff that doesn't look real, you know, like, and that was a, a spot where, okay, the one time that Undertaker gets super kicked that he doesn't fall, he just yeah. he just stays in on his feet and goes right into a pedigree. Like, that's you know, the sports entertainment aspect. And I'm just like, eh, I'm kind of over that, uh, because it doesn't look real, but uh, the crowd was into it. 
Uh, Hogan Savage is a great match, but for me, uh, you know, the Mega Powers exploded. It was a great storyline going in, even though Hogan was clearly like a heel, heel <laughs> based yeah, on what he was doing this. with Liz and everything. And uh, you ever see that like the Reddit thread? Like, am I the asshole? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hogan <laughs> asked that question. Like, am I the asshole when I grope my friends, uh, my best friend's woman's butt on live television? Am I the asshole? Yes, you were. Uh, imagine if Reddit was uh, here back back then. <laughs> oh, it would have been rough. Just right. They would probably just write posts of everything Hulk Hogan did, but it, they would, you know, be like a regular person. So everything, they would think like, yeah, you're the asshole, but then like they wouldn't realize it's Hulk Hogan doing these things. <laughs> right, um, exactly. But yeah, I'm going to go take her Triple H, Hell in a Cell. Uh, Tommy? I'm going take her Triple H, uh, Hell in a mm. Cell, WrestleMania. Um, Hogan and Savage is such a tremendous story. I think two of the best stories the WWFE ever did was uh, Hogan Savage, and then later on The Rock uh, in the Survivor Series '98 and uh, his turn. Um, but that trick taker Triple H match with Shawn Michaels is such a great match. It was really entertaining. Um, probably to my to my mind, it's Triple H's best WrestleMania match, and it also had a tremendous story. So I'm going to take a Triple H. Yeah, we're on agreement there. It is unanimous. I will say, even though we sent The Rock and John Cena match, like we eliminated it. It does say a lot about the drawing power of that match that the Taker Triple H match happened and it tore the house down, and yet the crowd was still here by the main event for Rock and Cena. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. they weren't like dead and spent. It was just like, oh yeah, we're back up now. Like right, just just a little thing that I thought about as we were going through this. But that's going home. Rock and Cena is eliminated. Taker and Triple H moves on. Now we are on to the second round, and now it's going to get real tough, okay? We're going to go back up to the top of the bracket. First, second round matchup is the one seed, Undertaker versus Triple H. Oh, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, excuse me, from WrestleMania 25. Going against Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho from WrestleMania 19. Tommy, who you got? I'm going HBK uh, Jericho. I know people love to say uh, Taker HBK is one of the greatest matches of all time. I'm uh, I'm a Jericho Mark. I love the Jericho HBK uh, match. I, I love WrestleMania 19 overall. I thought it was a tremendous match. It's one of those dream matches. You know, you never thought you'd be able to see Trish Jericho versus HBK, and then we actually got it, and it lived up to all the hype. So I'm going HBK Jericho. I agree with WrestleMania 19 being a tremendous show. We talked about it on our WrestleMania 18 deep dive, how like that was that show felt like a bridge from one era to another. Like 17 was the height of the attitude era. 19 was the start and kind of the kickoff, not only kickoff, but like, you know, it's like the brand extension and they had a deep roster where you have Hogan versus Vince, HBK versus Jericho, Brock versus Kurt, you know, uh, Triple H versus Booker T, even though that, that finish shouldn't have happened either way. The roster was super deep, so deep that Undertaker was just like in a random tag team match that turned into a handicap match. Like, yeah, with crazy roster, right? And and big show, <laughs> like yeah. crazy roster though. And eighteen kind of felt like this weird tra- time of transition in between mm-hmm. those two shows. So WrestleMania nineteen is a dope show. However, I do not disagree with your selection. I'm going with the Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania twenty five. Nick, you got to break the tie, baby. <sighs> I, I'm i going to have to go take her HBK. Oh, there it is. I'm going to have to. 
I thought, no, I, thought I, don't, I, was... I don't think the story was as great as they told. Like for me, it's being held as like by some the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. I don't simply agree with that, but the story inside the match was kind of cool. Like the near falls, obviously the stories on their faces, you know, on Sean kicked out of the tombstone to take her face. You see that all the time, but like, what were they fighting for? That's like what I don't understand. I think in that vein, like Y2J versus HPK was a better story because they told the story about HPK being Jericho's hero and all that stuff. So that was like a better story but the better match was Taker HBK. I do like that better than uh, HBK Jericho to move forward. Mm. That was tough, man. That was not an easy one. And it gets harder as the next matchup, the three seed, Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 35 against the two seed of TLC2 at WrestleMania 17. Nick, where are you going with this one? Uh, I'm going to have to go TLC2. Ooh, I'm going Kofi versus Daniel Bryan. So, Tommy, you got to break the tie. It's TLC2. TLC2 wow. is, is, is an incredibly historic milestone. I love Kofi, and I, I, I recognize um, his moment and, and the, hist- the historic significance of it. But TLC2 involved, you know, uh, three teams – um, you have know, six different people. It was such a big uh, momentum for six different people's careers, not just one person's career. And I think it was in terms of the height of that extreme era. I think you have to go TLC too. Ooh, this this is tough, man. That's a tough one right there. Mm-hmm. But it is settled. TLC two advances. This is the definitive debate. It is. This it, we're settling it right now. You don't have to argue. Debate your mama after this. Don't debate us. <laughs> Somebody call my us. mama. I'm going to whoop somebody. <laughs> we move on, though, to the number one seed in the next region. Bret Hart versus Steve Austin from WrestleMania 13 going against the four seed. The triangle ladder match from WrestleMania 16. Tommy, where are you going? That's Austin Hart. Nick? Absolutely Austin Hart. And it's unanimous. Bret Hart versus Steve Austin moves on. To the next round triangle ladder match had a good run but it's got to go it's got to go <laughs> when they're going up against bret hart versus steve austin next matchup two three we got the two seed bret hart versus owen hart wrestlemania 10 against a three seed kurt angle versus Shawn michaels at wrestlemania 21 good lord this is tough cool. nick this might be the best matchup of this round mm-hmm. this is incredible yeah um i'm gonna have to go with bret no one you made that sound so easy. Like, you just came right off the tongue. I mean, it's not, I'm wrestling but with it right now. it's my favorite opener of all time, uh, you know, it can't be. I would probably go angle HPK over the ladder match if it were if those two WrestleMania 10 matches were reversed. But since it's up against Brett Nowen, I got to go Brett Nowen. Tommy? I'm going Brett Nowen. Wow. So we're going to go. Yes, I guess I would have voted for that too. So it would be unanimous. But it, my vote doesn't matter here. But. Bret and Owen moves on. That that next matchup, though, against the regional final of Bret Hart Tough versus one. Steve Austin against Bret Hart yeah. versus Owen Hart. That's going to be the good God. <laughs> good Lord. But we got to decide it later on. But the next matchup in the next region, we got the number one seed, Hogan versus Rock, going up against 
Hogan versus Andre, the five seed. I'm going Hogan Rock. Same here. Same here. All right, unanimous. That was an easy one compared to the last one we just did. That was excruciating. This one was nice and painless. Hogan and Rock moves on. Uh, but we got the next matchup, 3-2 matchup. We got the three seed, Austin versus Rock at WrestleMania 17 against Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair from WrestleMania 37. Tommy, what you got it's there? Belair, it's Belair Banks. Nick? Austin Rock, the Austin Rock no. 3. I still can't get over that ending. They really ruined the whole damn thing. <laughs> just, if Austin was just Son McMahon, it would have been the greatest of all time. You know, They really screwed it up. And Belair and Banks is just such a great match. And so that's the winner. Nick, I'm going. Uh, I'm gonna have to go Bel Air Banks as well. Mm. I agree with that one. <laughs> We're all in agreement. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair advances to the next round. About that. A match of weight. Of weight still with Hogan and Rock waiting them. But before that, we got to get to this next matchup. One seed Savage versus Steamboat. Against a five seed, Savage versus Warrior. Nick, this is tearing you apart. This is the so worst talk us through up. it. Worst matchup of this round for me personally. Right, talk uh, us through it. How is it tearing you apart, man? Talk through I, your emotions. I got. <laughs> listen, Randy Savage versus the Ultimate Warrior was the first uh, big match at WrestleMania I saw live. Now I saw Hogan Warrior, but that was on tape. That was the first match I ever saw. Uh. This is the first like first WrestleMania I ever saw live was WrestleMania seven. You know they had the you know I like to call them prelim- prelim- preliminary matches that didn't really matter, and then you got Savage Warrior in the middle of the card, and then Hogan Slaughter at the end. So this was like the first big WrestleMania match I saw live, Savage Warrior. So it holds a special place in my heart, and it always will. I didn't even know who Liz was. So when she came in the ring after the match, I was just like, who's Elizabeth? Like, why is she here? Why is this a big deal? Because, uh, you know, when I watched WrestleMania six, I only watched the last part of it, Hogan Warrior. And then I, it wasn't until I was older that I watched, like, the rest of the show. So I didn't really see the other parts of the show, so I never saw Elizabeth. She made an appearance at WrestleMania six, so I didn't see her. So WrestleMania seven was the first time I saw her. And... The whole story they told was I don't I, I don't think you can really look at a similar type story in that era uh, and how good it was and how great Randy Savage was of what he did how great Liz was of what she did to make that all believable and it's just an incredible matchup the whole story going into it the whole story coming out of it the Savage Liz wedding Savage being you know, it was a career-ending match, so he they stuck to that stipulation until the end of 1991. Like, they did so many good things, like wrestling storytelling 101 in this whole storyline that whole year. So, uh, that Savage Steamboat was a great match. That's great. But, like, was there any great storylines? I don't know. So, I'm going Savage Warrior. Ooh. Nick, who you got? I mean, Tommy, who you got? Uh, another uh, really tough one. I'm going to Savage Steamboat. I think it's the better match, and I think it's Ooh. more historically significant. Savage Steamboat. So I got to break the tie, huh? I'm going to go Savage Warrior. <sighs> Savage Warrior, man. The five seed advances. Look, look at that. Tommy, Nick is over here stressing. 
I'm trying to like talk, so one of you guys would like change your mind if you were going the other way. <laughs> no. no, you're only stressing about the seeding, but it's in it's won twice now. It's, it beat a one seed. The first one seed has been toppled. Yeah, this is a monumental moment. Yeah, it only lasted a second round, Savage Steamboat. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. This is crazy. This is a tough, tough bracket, right? But who will it face in the next round? We got Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, a three seed. From WrestleMania 10, going against Undertaker versus Triple H from WrestleMania 28. Tommy, who you got? It's the la- it's the ladder match. It's the ladder match. Wow, so easy. Ooh. Nick, you know how we've been like talking about historical significance, and I, I I'm not poo pooing the historical significance of the ladder match, but I gotta go Taker Triple H here. Oh my God, this is so wow. tough. I'm going Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon. Oh, I'm going Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon. It's a if I'm I'm kind of basing this one off like if I was to go back and watch a match, which one would I go back and watch first? It would right. be the ladder match between right. these two. It'd be the ladder match. It's it's, it's good probably, as uh, it's probably shorter than the <laughs> Taker Triple H match. Too. That's true too, because that was probably <laughs> yeah, like 45 true. minutes. Mm-hmm. And and that includes the whole after post match yeah, stuff where they're walking yeah. up the ramp and they're holding each other's arms up and Triple H is beating and battered. It's the end of an they era. Like, they it's look like, like Lawrence Taylor after WrestleMania 11. Right. It's the end of an era until next year. Like what? What is that? What it's like a Triple that? H. It's like a Triple H promo. And uh, I'm gonna go to the ring. Uh, oh my God! Spit it out. The end of an era. <laughs> yeah. So. But that's going home. We don't have to talk about it anymore. Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon advances. Wow. Now we're here. It's a quarterfinals. You got eight matches. It's the eight best matches in WrestleMania history, according yeah, to us. This is a good list. It's a great list. You know what I'm saying? This is incredible. The definitive debate. That last region, every other region is one versus two, and that last region is a three versus five. <laughs> like chaos ensued in that last region. <laughs> okay. But we'll start up top. Back to the top we go. We got the one seed, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels of WrestleMania 25 against the two seed, TLC2 from WrestleMania 17. Tommy, who you got? This is uh, this is a tough one. Um, I'm going to go TLC2. I don't feel great about it. Um, I Again, I, I really like uh, Taker, HBK, but I just think you know, you have six people in one match and you have two people in another match. And, and it was really so significant to the um, the tag team's careers. I mean, you have Christian and uh, Edge both became world champions. Jeff Hardy was a world champion. Matt Hardy was an ECW world champion. I don't know if that counts. But, uh, and then you have the Dudley's the greatest tag team of all time. So I just look at and I know you have HBO, HBK and Taker, but, you know, I just think that TLC2 matches magic and had uh, long – term uh significance okay okay you made this you made a a good case there so nick who you got so these are the quarterfinals right yep quarterfinals so i think when we get to this stage of the game no pun intended um the stories and the matches themselves take precedence mm-hmm. over spots for me mm. personally mm-hmm. Interesting. Cool. so 
I don't know about if the story in TLC 2 was better than, and literally, I just said earlier, I don't know what the story was in Taker HPK, but I'm going based off the crowd reaction here. I know the crowd was hot for both. Uh, TLC 2, I don't know. Uh, I'm overthinking right now. Uh, uh, <laughs> I freaking out. Go, uh, <laughs> uh, hold on a second. Uh, I got to look outside. Uh, <laughs> um, listen, you, you laid it out great, Tommy, but my heart is telling me right now, take her HBK. Okay. Well, I got to break the tie, huh? And I don't even like the story. Like, I, I don't even know why I, I choose that, but I, I choose it, I guess, based on Undertaker and Shawn Michaels being two of the all-time greats versus uh, tag teams. I, I guess that's where I'm going. That's I always fair. thought the story of that match was about like Undertaker representing the darkness and the, kind of Shawn Michaels representing the light. Like, yeah, but yeah. Like, what kind of story is that? What, what does that I mean? I don't know. It's it a simple. It's anything. a really simple story, I guess. Maybe too, maybe overly simple for you, but I, I, I dug it. Maybe I'm I, overthinking I knew, it for that. Right, I, they didn't overthink it at all, really. <laughs> like, but um, hmm. even the entrances where Shawn Michaels came from like up top and he yeah. was like. Lower down on the, on the stage, Undertaker came from underneath the stage and stuff like that. Yeah, that was cool. Um, and all, all, Sean wearing all white. That was right. Cool. Yeah, right. I'm going to go with Taker versus Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 25. Yeah, incredible match. I did not see coming. Um, TLC two is a classic though. Don't don't get it wrong. Got to the quarterfinals here, and it was a two C, so it had a good run, but. Got to go home because Undertaker and Shawn Michaels advances to the semis. Who will it face in the semis? We got the one seed Bret Hart versus Steve Austin against the two seed Bret Hart versus Owen Hart. Good Lord. This is tough. Tommy, it's on you. Who you got? I'm going uh, Austin Hart. I love the Bret Owen match. It's it's a wonderful, wonderful match. Probably like I think Nick said it's probably the best uh, opener of all time, but um, you know Austin Hart is considered by many to be the best WrestleMania match of all time. So I'm going Austin Hart. Nick, <sighs> I never gave the Austin Hart match its proper due until recently because I didn't see WrestleMania 13 live, and when my buddy was finally able to give me the VHS weeks later. By the time this, this story was so old by then, you know, in 1997, right. a week later, it's over. It's passe. Like, the story's ending. Like, it doesn't matter anymore. Um, so, but seeing, like, watching it back and seeing the elements play out in the prior weeks and then that specific night and then what happened afterwards, Steve Austin and Bret Hart could be considered the greatest WrestleMania match of all time at this point in my opinion like personal opinion. I I never looked at it then, you know, that way, but the last few years I've come around and uh I hate to see Brett and Owen lose here, but you know, I'm going Austin Hart. I think it may be different if Owen w actually won the world title after, you mm -hmm. know, WrestleMania 10, maybe I would think differently and how that's shaped up, but I kind of like like looking back, I'm kind of annoyed that he never got that shot in the whole storyline, which was a great storyline between Brett and Owen for years before they reformed the Hart Foundation. That Owen never got a title run where Brett was chasing him. Like that would have been cool to see, and we never saw that. So uh, that that kind of sucks. But you know, obviously, 
Stone Cold Steve Austin went into the stratosphere after this uh, match. So definitely Austin Hart uh, over Brett and Owen for me. Yeah, I'm going to go Brett and uh, Brett and Austin to win here. But I will say Brett versus Owen, man, we talked about it on our WrestleMania 10 deep dive last year. Go check it out in the archives of how well that story was told, not just from the match itself, but like the entrances where Brett come, Owen comes out. He's got the shades. He tears the shades in half. Brett gives his shades to the kid like he always did. And then they have the match. Owen wins the match. And he's like, finally, it's my time. Even though nobody told him to wipe the spittle off his face for the post-match promo. <laughs> which that would have been nice if somebody could have helped my guy Owen out get the spittle off his face. Who was the referee? Uh, Earl Hebner? So it's somebody. It's anybody could have been like, hey, Owen, before you turn this camera on and go live, just wipe your face real quick. Help him out. He just had a, one of the best matches of all time, and y'all just did nothing. Um, but after that, even later in the show, when Brett wins the title and everybody's in the ring and they're hoisting him up on the shoulders, and you see Owen in the, in the aisle, and he doesn't even – I don't think he said anything. At least we didn't hear him say anything because he wasn't mic'd. But you knew what he was saying just by looking at the scene and his face, just beautifully done. By WWF, I gotta give them credit when credit is due. They don't get, they don't deserve credit a lot of times, but they gotta get credit for this. Just that scene is like something out of a movie. Honestly, I can picture it right now in my head, and it's like yeah. that was perfectly done. Yeah. Where Owen is standing there, and he's like, "I can't believe he stole my spotlight again." <laughs> After I beat his ass earlier, he wins the title, and now he's the guy. What? And like, and he's got to start over again. And that that was unbelievable storytelling. With that said, though. The match itself with Brett and Austin, top notch. And the story in that match is one of the best stories ever done in pro wrestling history, in my opinion. So yes. that's why it has to advance and move on to the next round. But man, that next round matchup <laughs> between Austin and Brett versus Taker and and Shawn Michaels. Whoa. Would you believe like in ninety in ninety early ninety seven, those four were at the top of WWF? And now, you know, their matches like Taker, Shawn Michaels, and Austin Bret Hart are two of the best WrestleMania matches of all time. One that year, '97. The other, uh, what was it, 11, 12, 12 years, years later. later? So incredible yeah. to think about, really. It is incredible. That's going to be tough when we get there. But before we get there, we got to settle the rest of the quarterfinals. We got the next matchup, the one seed, Rock. Versus Hulk Hogan from WrestleMania seven from WrestleMania eighteen, excuse me, going against a two seed of Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Ooh, Nick. Oh man, me. I got to start with you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we got. All right, we we talked about it last week on the eighteen deep dives. The nostalgia was running rampant, was running wild at the, during the Rock Hogan match. A great match, great crowd, great commentary. Everything about it was amazing. Uh, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks, Michael Cole, I believe, botched the ending. So that's going to be tough to overlook. But I'm going to do it. I'm going Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Wow. Tommy. Wow. I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna also go Blair Banks, wow. just because 
I think that um, Rock and Hogan was so much more about these two great figures meeting. And that was the most important part of it, not necessarily the actual match itself. It was fine, you know, but it wasn't a technical masterpiece between like a 60 year old man, you know, and, uh, and the Rock. He wasn't even know? 60. That's the thing. Rock was, Hogan was like, what, 52 at, at the most in 2002? <laughs> like, yeah, something like that. He was like well, early. The way, he dropping, the way he was dropping that leg, he looked like he was about 65. Let me tell you that. But, um, he was, yeah, I think it was just 20 years ago. So he, he was 58. I take it back. He's almost 60. Oh my he's god! Like, he's like his late fifties. Man's uh, collecting social security checks and dropping legs. A hell of a, <laughs> you know, hell of a hell of a year for him. Um, but yeah, I think you know Belair and Banks between historic. Oh, actually, no, I take that back. I'm sorry. He was late forties, not late fifties. I take it back. I'm sorry. I didn't really? Yeah, it was twenty years ago. He's just 50, he's just sixty eight now, or he's he's he turned sixty nine this year in August. So wow. by that point, he would have not been nice. forty eight. 48. He looks so maybe it's because he had no hair. He just looked so much older. People just looked older back in the day. They take care of their bodies that well back then. Right. People just looked older back in the day, man. They did. And Hogan, yeah, like he's running around with the cul-de-sac for so long. (laughs) The cul-de-sac. On top of his head. Yeah. (laughs) But it wasn't just like a cul-de-sac. It was also the cul-de-sac with like long hair. It was like, you had to give it up, bro. Like, you had to come on home and cut That's why I love the bandana look. But, but it still looked terrible, and he had it for like <laughs> 20 years by that point. And it's just like, what in the hell? Why do we accept this as a society? He should have been getting clowned he mercifully looked, he for that. He would have looked worse with it shorter or off, I think. He should have cut it off. He could have been bald. <laughs> Come on. He should have been roasted mercif- un- like unmercifully for years for that haircut. And he instead, he was the biggest star in history, so I don't understand it. I don't get what we were as a society at that point. That that was acceptable. Maybe we were looking past the superficial uh, difference. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to think that positively of the world we live in, but just knowing how people work, yeah. I don't think that was the case. Definitely the eighties, <laughs> you know. It's right. Just, it's funny. Very to me superficial time. Vince McMahon hates beards, and he, you know, he hates uh, long hair and excessive facial hair. And you have this man who's holding on to dear life to these strands <laughs> around his head. And this man's not like, God damn it, pal. Gotta get right. this cut off. Just get rid of it, bro. You look stupid out here. You that gross. doesn't work he was for like me, in brother. His, he was like in his mid-30s. <laughs> like in his mid-30s looking like that, too. Like in 1985, he was probably, what, 33, 34, something like that, whatever it was, before for, for the first WrestleMania. And he looked like that. It was like, bro, brother, get it together, brother. Yeah, but, someone, brother, brother, someone need to brother him up, you know. Your right, brother. brother him softly and cut it off, <laughs> you know. But here in this bracket, Hogan and his cul-de-sac haircut is going home because Bianca Belair <laughs> and Sasha Banks will move on. That was a tough one for me, but I think I agree with y'all. I think Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks should move on, and I they will the to the semifinals. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> So, yeah, look at that. Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks in the semifinals. But who will it face? Will it be the five seed, Randy Savage versus Ultimate Warrior, or the three seed, Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon? Tommy, who you got? It's the latter match. Wow. It's so easy. It's so comfortable in saying that. Okay. I, I, I feel it would be a harder decision. It's Savage Warrior. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't, don't do this to me. Oh man, I gotta go with the ladder match. I'm sorry, Nick. 
I'm going to HBK versus uh, Razor. I hate to do it to you. Seven is, is. is a great, great match. All right, guys, have Just... a good rest of the show. I'm out. <laughs> it made it to the Seven quarters. Is great, but... It made it to the quarterfinals as a five seed. Like, we they got some upsets in there. It was like St. Peter's. You know, St. Peter's is a 15 going to the Sweet 16. Well, the quarterfinals. Bula, bula, bula. All right. All right. It's fine, Nick. It'll be all right. It is had it? a great run. Is it? <laughs> it is. It beat Savage and Steamboat, and it beat who to beat? HPK versus it beat the Iron Man match at WrestleMania 12. Good lord. Yeah. It's a great whatever. Great run. You're telling me. You're telling me it's better than this. Using a ladder match over that. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> using the ladder match, R.I.P. Scott Hall, and I'm choosing him. I didn't, I didn't get any clips of that, but if I if I had a Vince McMahon and Jerry Lawler call, you'd be like, oh man, maybe I better rethink this. <laughs> maybe. What a maneuver! What a maneuver! What do you say? One, two, no. <laughs> Not even pinfall. He got him. Vince. He got him. He got him. He no. He got him. He got him now. <laughs> That's so funny, man. But unfortunately, wow. Savage and Warrior goes home and wow. HBK and Razor moves on. So the wow. semifinals are set. Whew. We got wow. some tough decisions ahead of us. In one semifinal, we got Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker from WrestleMania 25 against Steve Austin and Bret Hart from WrestleMania 13. In the other semifinal, we got Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks going against Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon from WrestleMania 10. Let's start with the top part of the bracket. First semifinal, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart and Steve Austin. Nick, who do you got, my guy? I gotta go, Steve Austin, Bret Hart. Ooh, Nick, uh, Tommy, who you got? I second it. Wow, you, I'm honestly surprised. I, I man, that was a tough one for me. I'm glad y'all made the decision. <laughs> <laughs> um, but man, Austin and Bret moves to the finals of this bracket. Was that? Who would you have picked? Even though it's irrelevant, I probably would have gone. I, I was. Oh, it's it's a toss up. Like it's so hard. I love both of these matches. If if it was a final, it, this very well could have been the finals. These two matches. Mm-hmm. I probably would have agreed with y'all. Just from the story that they told in that match was so it's so difficult to do. Hey, we know it is because they haven't done it since properly. Nobody's done it. Yeah. 
and it was, I don't know if it was really done before that too many times, but definitely hasn't been done since, especially on this at big as big of a stage. And knowing that it was a springboard for Steve Austin and just how great the actual match was itself. Yeah, that level that level of difficulty is so high that I probably would have put it above Taker versus Shawn Michaels. I mean, which is again, if I had a number one overall seed, it probably would have been that match. But that's how the matchups shake out, baby. You know, I mean, just just listen. Two minutes and change the world. Perfect in his role. The block pouring from the forehead of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Austin yelling. Continues to resist. The pressure continues to resist the pain. These people are standing. Can you imagine the pain that's rushing through Austin's body? The blood spurting from his temple. I have no idea what the temple was. Austin's losing blood. Losing consciousness. He might die. Semi-final, a two-seed, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair against the three-seed, Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon, hmm. the latter match. I will start it off, and I'm going Sasha and Bianca. Oh. <laughs> Tommy? Oh. I'm going the latter match. Oh, come on. Nick, it's only you, wanna, but buddy. I don't want to be in this position. You're here. Yeah, I just do rock, paper, scissors or something. <laughs> I don't know how you, you see here. each other, but uh, oh man, uh, I honestly I picked against what HBK Razor a number of times already. <laughs> um, Bel Air and Banks is uh, incredible. <sighs> Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon was not the first ladder match ever by the way, in WWF, so that's a knock against them. Uh, but I will also, like, Razor Ramon, man, Scott Hall, like, one of the best to ever do it. <sighs> All right, guys, have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
This is tough, but I am going to go Bel Air and Banks. Just wow. because of not only the wow. historical significance, but it was a great match with a great ending. We, even though Michael Cole botched it, I have the clip. We're going to listen to it eventually. Uh, it was just incredible. The reaction, uh, you know, the, just incredible. Wow. Yeah. So the final is set. We have Bret Hart versus Steve Austin at WrestleMania 13 versus Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair at WrestleMania 37. I honestly didn't think either of these matches would be here. Hmm. I figured they would both go far, but I didn't know they was going to have this in the final. But here we are. Who did you think Nick, was going to be in the final? I, I, honestly, I don't know. I figured that it would be Taker versus Shawn Michaels, the WrestleMania 25 match. I just figured that, I don't know. I didn't think that Sasha and Bianca would get here this, to this point, at least. I mean, before, beat out before, Hogan and Rock. That, I figured that might make it to the final or something like that, yeah. but... Before we vote, let's just take a listen to the ending of that match. Belair now with Banks up. Banks lands on her feet. Bianca, and now again grabs the hair. Oh, my God! Ooh, look at that. that sound. Hair whip. How is Banks even functioning? Bianca wanted the KOD. And now Banks. Sasha wanted the backstabber, but... Bianca too strong. And Bianca around and round. They go now. Belair powering Banks up. KOD! No way! It's a death! No way! It's a Banks! And a kick out! A kick out by Sasha! No! No! Here is your winner! She won! And Belair won! SmackDown Women's Champion! Bianca Belair! Bianca Belair! Shocked the world! Bianca Belair with the win! I was hey, so shocked, hey, I, hey. I thought Sasha kicked out! <laughs> Did they yeah, you messed up, buddy. <laughs> Did they fix that on the network yet? No, I, uh, I got it today, so it's not fixed. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Michael Cole. We should really fix That's that. Funny. Yeah. Um... That was great. <laughs> like yeah. it was so good. Yeah. Despite the, the the terrible call, uh, or at least the the mess the mistake that Michael Cole made. I want to get on him too bad, but <clears throat> well, I will. Excuse me. It gives me an easy out. Well, let's start it off, Nick. Who you Same. got? That gives me an easy out to vote for Stone Cold Steve Austin and Bret Hart. Wow, as the best WrestleMania match of all time. Tommy. I agree. Mm. Bret Hart, Steve Austin, I think this shook out the way it was supposed to shake out. I still think um, the latter match, uh, I think we got the, the, the final four right. I don't know. I don't. I still don't know about Taker HBK. I think um, there's a couple other options could have been in there. But overall, I think we got we got there. We got most. We got the right um, the right final four, and I think the right winner is Austin Hart. Well, there it is. I I will vote for Sasha Bianca just because, even though it doesn't matter. Uh, but it is we have a winner, and that winner of the greatest WrestleMania match bracket of all time. The definitive debate it is now over, it has been settled. Bret Hart 
versus Steve Austin is the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. It's WrestleMania! Wow, what a time. That was perfect. Congratulations, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Brett the Hitman Hart. Congratulations. So do we know do we know what how what Stone Cold's role in, in WrestleMania is gonna be this year? He's gonna be on the KO show. And he like, I heard uh, him on Rich Eisen the other day. It sounds like he's like getting in shape and getting ready for physicality. Yeah, the last uh I guess news bit from the dirt sheets I read. Was there will be a fight sequence, but it's not going to be like uh, an official match. Right. So it's not just going to be sequence. a stunner. It's going to be more than that, but it's not going to be an actual match. So is it going to be like a uh, cinematic? Got to have him in front of oh, the fans. So. You have, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's got to be in the ring. So I don't know. A cinematic match would have been dope. I mean, you know, yeah, I don't know like if Kevin you Owens do that with ranch. Austin though. Like, can you afford yeah, yeah. that? Like his, if he gets physical, like it's almost got to be there. Maybe do a. If he wants to do it again, maybe do like a cinematic match there. But if no, I don't know. What you gotta have plan, but... you gotta have Steve Austin in a stadium full of fans. Yeah. Agree. Right. Like, Agree. Yeah, this will be the first WrestleMania with a, a packed house since right twenty twenty. No, even no twenty nineteen. So, yeah. so three years, which is kind of wild <laughs> to think about. That's crazy. I didn't even think about that. It's been three yeah. years since we had like a real full WrestleMania. Have over a hundred thousand fans probably. So, yeah, probably, but yeah. where was 2019? I can't remember. MetLife. MetLife. Up in Jersey. Why yeah, wasn't that the full house? Oh, it was. I'm saying it's been the first time since 2019. Oh, since 2019. Oh, I gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, three years since three years. Uh, since we've been to that point. Yeah. So, wow. but this has been fun, guys. This has been great. Yeah, great, tra- great job great. on the bracket. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Kudos to Vaughn for putting that together. Kudos yeah. to us for making the right calls. <laughs> right. Except, with the exception, I guess Austin Hart should have went against Savage Warrior, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. It got two dubs in the tournament. Got to the quarterfinals. It did fine. The Elite Eight, I guess you could say. Didn't make the Final Four. That's okay. That's crazy. Okay. That's crazy. But again, the debate has been settled. It is over. Debate your mama from this point forward. From this point forward, you know that Steve Austin and Bret Hart has been decided, has been voted by this expert panel as the greatest WrestleMania match in history. Yeah. With the second best one being, (laughs) I don't love that song at all. Well, it's going to end this episode. So well, there it is. But <laughs> the second best, though, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, tremendous run as a two seed beat. Who did it beat here? Let's see. It beats Punk versus Taker, Austin versus Rock, Rock versus Hogan, and HBK and Razor Ramon. But couldn't beat out hell Austin run, Hart. Hell. Yeah, it's a hell of a run. HBK and Bret Hart, or Bret Hart versus Steve Austin. Uh, that beat out. Let me see here, real quick. If I can find it, here we go. It beat out. Now I lost it again. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it beat out. Oh, here we go. Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle. The triangle ladder match. Brett versus Owen. That was an excruciating one. And then 
and also beat out Taker and HBK at WrestleMania 25 before beating Sasha Banks and Sasha Belair, <laughs> Sasha Banks and Bianca <laughs> Belair. Too many B's and stuff in there. <laughs> like, get them all mixed up. Either way, I sound like Michael Cole now at the end of that match. Either way, Hart, Austin, WrestleMania 13, number one WrestleMania match of all time. I think With uh, that said, a great thing that we did was explain our reasoning in detail where, you know, if someone, if I put in the episode description, uh, you know, the finals were Austin Hart versus Belair and Banks, and people be like, what, Belair and Banks, what? Like, you listen to the episode, you get our thoughts on it and why they move forward, and then you hopefully you would think, okay, they make a good point. You know, that's the whole reason we do this, so debate your mama. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So, with that said, though, let's wrap it up for episode 322. Nick, take us out with some plugs, please. Follow us at Shooters Radio on Twitter. Follow me at underscore Pacone on Twitter. And check me out at foxbhlgambler.com, phillyinfluencer.com. And also check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Shooters Radio. Tommy, you, you want to plug away there and out your social media handles or whatnot yeah at, uh, at tommy rowan on twitter there it is <laughs> <laughs> i'm at von m johnson on twitter you can find me there you might be able to find me out here in these streets uh here and there uh you can find my professional tweets at eagles you can find my writing at philadelphiaeagles.com you can find us on patreon patreon.com slash shooters radio where you can subscribe for some exclusive content or request a future deep dive. We will be doing a deep dive, a Patreon request next week. It'll be WrestleMania 24. Um, so that's the, that is a Patreon request, and the person who requested will have a cameo on the show. You could be like that person if you were to go to patreon.com slash shootersradio. You can put in a request. We will fulfill it. And then you can also stop by the show and give your thoughts about the content that we're diving deep into. So next week, again, WrestleMania 24. We're going to talk about their Flair's Shawn Michaels match that we eliminated, yeah. I think, in the second round here today. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, probably not we... a clip of it because the pitcher tells more uh, than the commentary. So. That's, that's true. It, actually, we eliminated and eliminated it in the first round. So. <laughs> not the second round. It got taken out by Hogan and Andre. So, But we will be talking about that in detail. Maybe I'll feel differently after watching it. Maybe I'll be like, oh, we made the wrong decision. Either way, check it out next week. Uh, on the feeds, wherever you find podcasts. But again, that will be a, that is a Patreon request. Go over there right now and put in a request, and we will fulfill it. But for Nick Pacone and Tommy Rowan, I am Vaughn Johnson. Thanks for listening to episode 322 of The Straight Shooters, and we'll catch y'all again next week. Listen to The Straight Shooters. This Donnie Wahlberg from WrestleMania 10, and you listening to Vaughn Johnson and Nick Pacone at The Straight Shooters, y'all. Treat other people like
coach, all through 93. Let me tell you something, boys. I am the World Wrestling Federation champion. The excellence of execution is on top. There's a new gun in town. I made a vow to become a law enforcement officer. See these handcuffs right here? They're an instrument of justice. The big boss man is law order and justice of the World Wrestling Federation. Who will survive? Hold the top, we won't be stopped. 